Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. For all the news you need to know, welcome to the Beautiful Butterfly Show, where great people and great topics are brought together for stimulating and thought-provoking conversation brought to you by the Vibration Radio Network. Everyone to the beautiful butterfly show. I'm your host Bianca Fly. I want to say happy Thursday to you folks out there listening. Um, hey, the week is almost over, you guys. Uh, so I hope you are wrapping it up on a good note. But no matter what, keep grinding to the end, you guys. I'm excited, folks. We got a new guest here on the show this evening, you guys. Uh, we got Capital Theta Epsilon in the building, Sorority Incorporated. Excuse me in the building this evening, you guys, and um, our special guest, Amnitor, is going to be joining us, and she's going to be telling us about this sorority, um, the purpose of it, their mission out here in the community and in the world. I definitely think you guys are going to be enlightened, educated, and informed, as we always like to do over here on the Beautiful Butterfly Show, and as always, I encourage you guys to go download our app, that's YRN 1328, available on your iPhone and your Android, so you can listen not only to the Beautiful Butterfly Show, but to all of the awesome hosts that we have over here on your radio network. And also make sure you share the show, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, you name it. I'll let everybody know that Kappa Theta Epsilon Sorority Incorporated is on the show tonight, you guys. And if you're out there, you got a question or a comment, feel free to call in. The number is 347-326-9139. And all you have to do is press the number one, and we'll be happy to bring you on in here uh, so you can join the party with us, you guys. And so we're not going to delay any further, you guys. We're going to bring Amitor on here uh, so she can tell us all about this awesome, awesome sorority, you guys. So here we go. Uh, Amitor, are you there? I am. Hello. Hi. Bianca. Hi. How are you doing? I'm great. Thanks so much for having me. How are you? I am doing fantastic. I hope I said the name right. Am I right? Uh, you're close. It's a monitory. A monitory. See, I was trying to be like, I guess, sophisticated with it, like real. <laughs> it's okay. You did great. No you're much closer than. <laughs> you're much closer than most people, so it's okay. <laughs> so it's omnitore. Right, I'm on a tour. 
A monitory. Okay, I got you. A monitory. Okay, okay, okay. A monitory. Okay, so I got you. So, of course, welcome to the show. I'm definitely um, excited about having you on the show here tonight as well. And I know a lot of people um, have been hitting me up um, about uh, this sorority and want to know about it and so forth. So tell us a little bit about um, Kappa Theta Epsilon Sorority Incorporated and how it came about. Sure, it would be my pleasure. Um, I'm glad to be here. Thanks once again, Bianca. Um, and Kappa Theta Epsilon is a sorority specifically geared to lesbian, professional, and pre-professional women. Um, so okay. women who are starting their own businesses or um, out there in the corporate world making moves. It's for women who are really passionate about uh, creating their best lives and then going out into the community and helping others. Um, right. Our whole goal is to really impact the lives of women through the experience of sisterhood. Uh, we have okay. four founding tenets. They are sisterhood, accomplishment, uh, fidelity, and service. So we're committed first and foremost to each other as sisters and then to the community at large um, and making the world better for LGBTQ people and then impacting the larger community as best we can as well. Awesome, awesome. So, um, of course, I, I'm intrigued by um, how did, because a lot of the sororities that we know, um, um, you know, AKAs and Deltas and things, all mm-hmm. those um, different type of sororities, but to my surprise, I have never heard of a sorority specifically, um, as you stated, uh, for lesbian women. So what was the motivation behind creating one uh, specifically uh, for lesbian women? professional women? Great, great question. Um, I actually happen to be a member of a Divine Nine sorority, <laughs> one of the ones you mentioned. Um, okay. And that's been a, yeah, it's been a fantastic experience for me. I absolutely love my yeah. sorors. They're wonderful people. Right. Um, and it enriched my life greatly during my undergrad years right. and up until today. Um, yeah. But uh, the whole motivation behind creating something that is specifically for women who happen to be a mm-hmm. part of the LGBT community was to really right. give them that opportunity to experience sisterhood in a way that yeah. embraced them in every area right. of their lives. Right. Because, you know, I mean, I my sisters, my sorors, and my divine nine have been, you know, incredibly welcoming and accepting of me, but, you know, right. that's not the case for everyone in every organization. Yeah, yeah. and I was going to say that um, because a lot of times uh, from what I've, what I've heard of people who had those experiences is that being in, in other sororities and so forth, um, it's kind of, you know, it's kind of things that are kind of on the hush-hush. You know, you don't really, right. people don't really talk about it. You know, if they even if they know that you might be a lesbian, nobody's going to address it or, you know, have those types of conversations. So you're kind of, you know, kind of segregated in, in a way. I mean, you're a part of a sisterhood, but at the same time, you don't really, you can't, you don't really have anyone that you can talk to, you know, about the things right. that you might be experiencing and so forth. So I, I actually think this is a great avenue, as you said, to have that sisterhood where you can have those conversations about, you know, what's going on uh, with each other specifically. Absolutely. And you make up, some, you, yeah. you bring up some great points. Like, 
I'm yeah. with the Obergefell decision last year, June 26th, right. uh, coming up on our first year anniversary, uh, at being legally able to marry in this country. That's a thing that right. people have to think about. If you are part yeah. of a divine organization and you are married, do you want to, yeah. you know, do you feel comfortable with bringing your wife or husband to a sorority or fraternity event? Yeah. Um, that's not yeah. something that we really uh, have a, a concern with over here because everyone has the same experience. We share life experiences and share those milestones with each other as far as, you right. know, you're getting married or the birth of your first child or going through, right. um, you know, uh, fertility treatments together or, right. you know, the right. things that every couple goes through that someone who happens to be heterosexual might not have a frame of reference for. Um, And beyond that, it's really an opportunity for those of us who are out here and creating successful lives as LGBT people to give back to the younger generation of people in a way that we might not have had Mm -hmm. the opportunity to experience when we were growing up. Um, I know for me, when I came to that place of being like, okay, something is different, (laughs) <laughs> you know, I don't know what it is, that sort of thing. Yeah. I didn't have role models who yeah. I could look up to and say, that's a successful woman of color who happens to have the same right. romantic attraction as I right. do. Um, and, and you know, I really... The... Oh, go ahead, please. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh no! Oh no! I was just—I I wanted to ask—I wanted to ask you specifically, as you mentioned, um, how I wanted—I wanted you to talk to listeners as well um, about that because um, for me, everybody knows. Uh, as I always say, I'm like this recovering uh, reality show junkie of, of watching all these different <laughs> reality shows. But on, on Love and Hip Hop, uh, there is a transgender on there, um, and okay. uh, she talked about having that difficulty. Um, having that dialogue with her family uh, growing up. And so I wanted to ask you, um, getting to that point where, as you said, you noticed that there was something different, um, how, how, you know, how was that conversation, especially when it comes to being in an African-American family? Because that's kind of, you know, this, this topic is kind of taboo, you know, specifically in the African-American communities. But we know, you know, we might know that, you know, we have a, a lesbian or we have, you know, a, a, a gay mm-hmm. or something in our family, but nobody addresses it. You know, it's just like, okay, sure. we're not gonna, we're not going to say anything about this. So for you, did you find it difficult, you know, personally for yourself? Oh, wow. Such an interesting question. Um, (laughs) Ironically, uh, my family is originally from the South. Um, A lot of my family was in New York. Now we're we're all up the East Coast, Um, but most of my family is still based in the South. And my my family is very staunchly Christian. Um, And you know, I grew up, I was in church every Sunday, all day Sunday. <laughs> on Wednesdays, I was at Bible study. Bible we had choir practice yeah. on Saturday. Yeah, like, I mean, I'm from that family, you know. Yeah. My uncle's a yeah. preacher. My mom is uh, a mother of a church. You know, that sort of thing. Wow. Um, yeah, yeah. And one thing that I can tell you, Beyonce, that I'm incredibly grateful for is the fact that my family was so completely open and accepting of me. That's awesome. Um, yeah. And I was so fortunate in that way. Yeah, it, 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 yeah. It, it, I I brought my girlfriend at the time 
home for Christmas. Um, we oh wow! Oh <laughs> well, yeah, we stayed in Atlanta for uh, for Thanksgiving before that, and I told my mom, well, you know, I'm gonna bring my roommate home <laughs> for Christmas. Uh, and when they saw us, they they just knew. My family just knew it wasn't a big deal. Um, and you know, the only thing my mom ever said about it was. Uh, we were walking up the driveway one night while I was there, and she said, well, I never had any trouble out of you with boys. <laughs> and that was it. That's the only thing my mom has ever said <laughs> about it. And, you know, I mean, they just fell in with it. I mean, you know, they would call and ask how she was doing and how things were and how our dog was. I mean, my family was just completely open and accepting from day one. Um, and, you know, I, I realize how how much of a gift that is, how much of a blessing Absolutely. because so many people don't yeah. have that experience. Um, and there are children, you know, teenagers out here who are, uh, you know, their sexual orientation and gender identity are being disclosed without uh, them being ready for it or them having the knowledge to approach their families about it. And, you know, they're ending up on the streets. And that's why we need organizations like Capitate Epsilon is to really um, give those children a haven and some support that they might not necessarily get anywhere else. Absolutely. And I'm glad you said that because um, for me personally, I had um, a friend of mine who um, basically, uh, you know, from middle school on up um, is when she discovered, you know, um, her feelings um, towards other girls and so forth. And so we're Mm -hmm. adults now, and that's still one of the hardest conversations for her to even have with her mom. You know, and mm. it's sad because it's been so long, you know, and you would think mm-hmm. that after a while, you know, things would change and perhaps. And so she talks about, you know, having that difficulty in being able to have that conversation with her mom because she would like to, you know, bring her girlfriend home to, to meet her mom, you know, and so forth. Mm-hmm. But because her mom is, you know, very, very old school and, you know, is just kind of, you know, like, you know, not willing to accept it really at all. Um, and mm-hmm. so when she has that conversation with her, she kind of changes it, you know, to something else. And so, you know, you do have a lot of people out here that it's still very difficult, you know, for them to have that conversations with their family. So Absolutely. it is great that you have a, a sorority such as this um, that, you know, can help you um, through, those, through those moments as well. And you mentioned something a little while ago, especially pertaining to our youth. And I think it's so um, so great uh, to, about this sorority, um, about getting out there with our youth, because now um, we're seeing a lot of our youth um, coming out, you know, um, mm-hmm. saying that they're gay, saying that they're lesbian, but their parents are like, okay, I don't know what, <laughs> I don't know what to do with this, you know, I don't know mm-hmm. how to have this conversation and this dialogue. And so, how have you guys, um, through your sorority, been able to, you know, find your find the ways to connect with the youth and get them to the point where they you know, are comfortable enough um, to talk about, you know, certain things with you guys? Great question. Well. Um, at the moment, our base of operations is uh, predominantly Atlanta, Georgia. So there are okay. a plethora of yeah. organizations and, yeah. you know, nonprofits here. Chris Kids is incredible. Um, you know, there are several others that work with uh, LGBTQ youth. Um, there are some phenomenal yeah. ones in, you know, the Chicagoland area, Illinois, Texas, 
that absolutely do fantastic work with kids this age. Um, And, you know, one of the things that I think uh, is really important and that we've really found to be important is visibility and just, you know, being out there and letting kids know that there is someone out here who loves and accepts you exactly as you are, um, that you have a support system. If there is someone that you – you know, that needs to reach out or needs some support, needs um, encouragement or access to resources, then we have that available. We have contact information on our website for anyone who really is looking to kind of uh, find a support system that um, whether they're youth or, you know, a 40-year-old woman who is really just coming Mm -hmm. to terms with her own sexual identity and uh, looking for a place where she can be supported, um, so, right. you know, our passion really runs the gamut. Um, of course, we're passionate about the next generation of LGBTQ leaders out there, but, I mean, you know, it's never too late to be who you might have been. So, I mean, we have the same message for women who are 67 years old and have been married right. in the last 40 years and get divorced or who knows what yeah. someone's story right. is. But, um right. You know, if you need a support system and encouragement, um, we're here. That's a, that's our message. Right. We are here. Yeah. Uh, we are happy with ourselves, accepting of ourselves. And there is a uh, a long lineage of women who have, you know, impacted uh, both the LGBT community and the mainstream community. Uh, that's what right. our legacy series this year. Uh, was all about during Black History Month was LGBTQ icons, specifically lesbian oh, wow. icons um, who mm-hmm. are women of color. And we did a video series around that um, just to have it out there. So if they never yeah. contact us ever, you know, if they have no interest in knowing more about our organization or whatever, <laughs> right. you know, you can go out on YouTube and find um, information we put out there just to spread the word and say, hey, you're not alone. There are phenomenal yeah. people who've walked this path, path before you, um, right. and you know, be encouraged. So right. you know, that's Absolutely. what we're out here trying to do. <laughs> and and I think that's one of the main things that um, adults and youth um, struggle with. Um, you know, in that process of thinking that they are alone. You know, that they're the mm-hmm. only person who has kind of dealt with this and not realizing like it's, it's been you know so many. Uh, women and, and as you mentioned, legacies um, to you know go through these different things and, and speak on the, uh, speak on this topic and so forth. And so, I, and I wanted to ask you, what do you believe for you personally? What what are some of the unfortunate stereotypes that you believe that people have uh, when it comes to black? Um, lesbian women because a lot of times you have and I've heard all kind of things you know mm-hmm. sometimes you hear what people say well if she just get a man you know if she just meet the right mm-hmm. man she'll, she'll change mm-hmm. you know she hasn't <laughs> right met the right man yet and so forth and so what do you think of some of the big you know stereotypes that people have um wow how much time do we have Bianca <laughs> <laughs> Uh, um, I, I, I'm flabbergasted by some of the things that people believe, uh, yes. about, you know, what it is to be a woman of color and be lesbian identified out here. Um, right. I know just in my own experience and things that I, I deal with fairly regularly and I find it humorous is that, um, mm-hmm. you know, 
specifically for those of us who are femme-presenting or femme-identified women is the whole uh, you don't look like a lesbian thing. Yeah, um, yeah. Which I get all the time. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I, it, I'm always curious as to what specifically a lesbian looks like, but I, I yeah. have a general idea of what they are they mean by that. You know, yeah. like you're supposed to be very masculine of masculine, yeah. presenting. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You know, by the same token, there is that whole like, well, you know, you're you're just playing around until a good man comes along for you, thing. Um, you know, I get that, I get that experience, or I've heard that a lot that people just think like, well, she she just needs to find a good man and she'll be all right. Um, <laughs> that and you know that there's like some obsession with the physical for lesbians like that's all we that's all we focus on like there's no real romantic connection that it's all about Mm -hmm. you know being promiscuous or whom you can sleep with that sort of thing and that's not for me personally that's not the case at all uh this is you know long before you know physical attraction and sex entered into it for me at all I was I just thought girls were beautiful I was naturally attracted to them so um, right. You know, those are the sorts of things that you hear all the time. Like, oh, well, you know, mm-hmm. well, you just need to find a good man, um, or <laughs> you know, you're just out here doing something, just being wild. It, it's a phase, right. it'll pass. It's been an right. awfully long phase <laughs> for me. So, you know, I guess that phase is gonna uh, continue on until I stop breathing. <laughs> but you know, I. You just do what you can to combat it. Um, and, you know, that whole thing comes to, especially for femme-presenting women, it comes down to you really being able to assert yourself and being comfortable with being visible for who you actually are, um, whether it's in the workplace or your social interaction. So uh, I encourage you, if you're out there and you are a feminine-identified or a masculine-identified woman um, who is hiding who you are, Come out of the closet, girl. We need you over here. <laughs> we need you on the team. Uh, absolutely, absolutely. And I want to talk about more of that. What I want to do is um, I want to take a little break and play some commercials so we can play some bills over here, you guys. But we're going to come <laughs> back with more so you guys can learn even more about Catalina Esperanza Sorority Incorporated, you guys. So we'll be back with more right here on the Beautiful Butterfly Show. Are you looking for something to read that would take you to another place in time? Well, check out T.M. Brown's five-star rated book, Struggles of the Women Folk. This is the story of Georgie. She is a young black girl growing up in the 1940s in a small rural town in Virginia. It is a time of prejudice and poverty. Life is hard for Georgie, and she dreams of better life. She experiences great loss, betrayal, and heartache. She loses friends and family, as well as the love of her life. 
And still, she remains strong. T.M. Brown's signature writing style is captivating in this emotional and inspiring story that has a gritty dialogue. You will find it difficult to stop reading once you begin. Purchase your copy today on Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com, or through her website, www.authortmbrown.com. Again, that's www.authortmbrown.com. Please show your support for this emerging queen sister author. creative work of the author Trent Williams of www.taylorkennedymedia.com Chapter of the Delta gives us a peek at his life changing events and if that's not enough Trent tells you more about his brothers and his life through memoirs in his book The Four Horsemen His blogs and daily stimulating quotes are published in his book Life's Little Addiction and when you have a need of some human coaching of life and relationships Take a look at Conversations with Trent, Volume 1 and 2, and Conversations with Trent, Limited Edition. You will find his work available at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and all online book retailers. Alrighty, welcome back everyone to the beautiful Butterfly Show. We are on with Amana Torre, you guys, of Kappa Theta Epsilon Sorority Incorporated, you guys. We've been having an awesome, awesome dialogue uh, this evening, you guys. And once again, uh, to the folks out there, if you have any questions or comments, feel free to call in. The number is 347-326-9139 is the number. And, uh, of course, Amana Torre, I, I wanted to ask you, um, a lot of people um, <laughs> have have been getting in a little uproar lately. I don't know if you've seen some of the videos that have went viral of uh, of certain um, lesbian sororities uh, doing some of the what they call the the legendary uh, fraternity dances um, lately, and so a lot of people are curious as to do we believe that. Um, some of these lesbian sororities are kind of overstepping their boundaries by, you know, imitating what some of us have seen fraternities um, do for years. Oh, I know. You there? Hang up and call back in. Okay. Can you hear me? All right, folks. I think we're having a little technical difficulties, but we're going to get Anatore um, back up here on the line um, shortly uh, for you guys. Uh, but for the folks out there who are listening, uh, make sure you share the show Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, so you guys can be informed and educated as well, you guys. I'm the Torre, you there? Yes, I am. Hello? 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 Hello?
Yes, I'm here. Hi. Okay. Awesome. Did you hear my question before? I don't know if we got. I I did it. I apologize. I don't know what happened. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Oh, so, so I, I was, so was late on. Oh. Okay, yeah. So I was talking about how a lot of people um, have been in discussion. I don't know if you've seen about some of the the videos that have kind of been going viral over social media uh, where you have certain members um, of the LBGT community um, doing some of the – or their fraternities and sororities imitating some of the dances that some of the uh, fraternities have been known to do. And so people are asking, do we feel that – you know, the LBGT community, are they overstepping their boundaries by imitating some of these legendary fraternities that, that we've known? Wow. Um, hmm. Overstepping their boundaries. Yeah. Uh, that's an interesting way to put it. Um, <laughs> I think that everyone has to find their own path, their own niche, right. and what it is that they're doing. Right. Um, I haven't seen the videos yet or whatever is going viral. I'll have to mm-hmm. ask you about it after we go off the air, but um, I haven't <laughs> okay. seen whatever is going around. But um, my hope is that whomever is out there and is in an LGBT organization, that their organization is committed to excellence and creating their own legacy um, and right. tradition, you know, right. uh because I think that's important. Like, we need to define for ourselves right. what it is that we are about. Um, Absolutely. And as a part of a Divine Nine organization, like, I I don't know, like, I, we had to kind of trudge our own path yeah. way back over yeah. 100 years ago when we started. <laughs> right. um, so, you know, and I'm sure, you know, there are things that inspire all organizations. As right. The, the Christian Absolutely. Uh, the Christian mantra goes, there's nothing new under the sun. Um, but, you know, everybody makes their own path. Like, you, you get right. inspired by something and you go out there and you put your own twist on it and you start your own tradition, and that's what makes it significant for you. Um, so I I don't know what's going around. Okay. I talk um, lately, but... but um, no, I will, I'll definitely send you, I'll, I'll send you some of the clips. Um, yeah, I, I've been out of touch. Off, so you can check them out. Yeah, <laughs> I've been out of touch. But you know, I mean, you and I have been in conversation, you know, before because yeah. uh, I've been on the road. But um, yeah. yeah, my hope is that everybody is passionate about creating their own history and legacy for what it is that they are creating, um, and that they go out there and do amazing <clears throat> things because we have the the potential to do that. Right. And I wanted to ask you, um, because, you know, with um, Kappa Theta Epsilon being uh, an organization for professional women as well, um, I wanted to ask you, do you think that there is a a bar um, that is being put in place that is making it hard for people um, to embrace um, lesbian women in the professional world? Do you think that um, people try to make it difficult uh, for you um, to have businesses, you know, um, to have organizations? Um, I think that, by and large, people fear what they don't understand or don't have a frame of reference for. Right. So, right. you know, anyone that is different from them, you know, mm-hmm. it 
tends to be a challenge for people to be able to accept without some pushback initially. Right. Um, I think what's wonderful about the time in which we live is the fact that there are so many positive references for us that are becoming more widely known in the mainstream. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, a decade ago, who we are today would have been significantly more of a challenge. Um, But, you know, it's become a part of popular culture. People are accustomed to seeing LGBT um, individuals, LGBT families um, in mainstream culture and popular culture. So I think that there is still a little bit of a barrier. We still have a lot of work to do. Um, That's what we are so passionate about and why we we have a a social media campaign that we work on called More Than Marriage because June 26th of last year was historic for us, but that's not the end of the story. Yeah. You know, yeah. um, so talk about you know, that, um, a little bit the the more than marriage um, campaign that you guys were doing. Sure. Well, more than marriage was kind of a brainchild that came about after the Obergefell decision, and you mm-hmm. know the huge celebration that was going on because there had been literally more than a decade of people who were yeah. activists and you know cultural scions saying this is the minimum bar that we need to meet. You know, we need to have marriage equality in this country. Um, But Mm -hmm. after that, you know, the the fight for civil equality for LGBTQ people kind of fizzled a little bit. It faltered. Um, And one of the things that we saw that was really important was the fact that we needed to make people aware of all of the other rights and privileges that we as citizens of the United States still don't have consistent Mm -hmm. access to. Um, So, you know, uh, we're really, really big on the Employment Non-Discrimination Act, EMBA, um, and supporters of that uh, because in most of this country you can still be fired from a job, refuse Mm -hmm. service, at a hotel, not right. allowed into your partner's hospital room, yeah. simply based yeah. on the fact that you are a part of a same-gendered couple or yeah. a member of a same-gender-led family. And that's right. not okay. You right. know, like Absolutely. marriage is great, but when you don't have access to basic civil liberties, Marriage right. means nothing, right? You know, and I think, um, and I, I think, unfortunately, like our, our government felt that if if they made it, you know, if they made it okay to where, you know, same sex couples could get married, then okay, fine. You know, we 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 solved that problem. But like as you mentioned, right. you know, having you know, um, because I, I had a coworker who at one point in time it was a struggle for her even to get her partner on her insurance. Mm-hmm. you know, for health insurance and benefits. And, and I had no idea um, that, you know, it was that kind of issue. And, and here where I am in North Carolina, you know, we're dealing with another issue because now it's oh, just God. a big uproar about the bathroom situation, mm-hmm. you know, that the transgender is going into the bathroom. So everybody, you know, and so that's another thing that, that's going on here. Um, but it's always interesting to me that I've learned over the years how many, 
same-sex couples had been originally waiting for years. Uh, you know, I saw where some couples had been waiting 15, 20 years to be able to get married. You know, they mm-hmm. had been with each other just that long, you know, until the law was put in place. Um, and, and like you said, um, it's so much out here um, that is is that is out here um, that we are not aware of, whether that's a same-sex couple or heterosexual couple. Uh, it's just a lot of stuff implemented that we have no idea about, you know, um, mm-hmm. what our um, what our rights are, you know, because a lot of mm-hmm. times uh, we don't read about it. Uh, the information is not put out there, um, and sometimes we don't, we, you know, we lack um, the ability to do our own research, you know, when it comes to certain things. And I, I think you bring up an excellent point, Bianca, is that there are so many things that people aren't uh, necessarily aware of because right. it's not like something that's, you know, being touted in the mainstream media. Mm-hmm. Like after marriage right. equality, it's like, you know, oh, we got the gay problem solved. You know, <laughs> like that's all good. Gay people are good now, uh, that sort of thing, until, um, you know, really, really far-right organizations and neoconservatives started bringing up the bathroom issue and that sort of thing. So people thought, oh, well, the gay problem is gone now. There's no gay issue anymore, Um, which simply isn't true. Um, And that's why a big part of our philanthropic platform as an organization is social impact and policy awareness um, because Mm. we need to be informed And we need organizations and individuals who are leaders in our communities bringing these uh, issues to the forefront. We need someone to consistently herald, hey, you got marriage, but that's not the end of the story. You know, we got the bathroom issue solved, hopefully, very soon, um, but we still have some issues. Or maybe we shouldn't be traveling to Tennessee or Mississippi right now. Or, you know, perhaps we need to keep the, keep the pressure on North Carolina, you know, and yeah. we do that yeah. by supporting each other and encouraging each other to get involved because numbers matter, right? Absolutely. We need Absolutely. the numbers. We need each other yeah. to really back our play. So as organizations, we need a cross-community, uh, a cross-section of people who can step up and say, I'm willing to back what your organization is doing. You know, our right. organization supports this individual, whatever the case may be, to advance our cause. Because the cause is equality. And things that people originally thought would only affect the LGBTQ community, right. that's not the case. There are other people who are being directly affected by this that have nothing to do with, you know, being in a same-gender relationship. You know, in Tennessee, with all that they've got going on, uh, you've got single mothers that can be refused psychiatric services if someone opposes their lifestyle because they happen to be, you know, staunchly evangelical Christian. Like, there are people who are affected (laughs) by issues and laws that were directed at us that aren't even aware that by voting for this, you're voting against your own (laughs) self-interest. And right. we have to be willing to stand up and say, hey, we need a cross-section of people to be aware that this doesn't just affect us. Because as Pat Parker said in her famous poem, 
you know, they'll come for us first. But when they're done yeah. with us, who are they coming for next? They're coming for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And I can't agree more. And what I want to do is I want to take another short break. When I come back, I want to ask you about um, how important it is. Uh, we got this election coming up pretty soon. And as we can see, mm-hmm. these, uh, <laughs> these political candidates have been interesting. So I want to talk to you about that and uh, more about Kappa Theta Epsilon Sorority Incorporated. You guys stay tuned, and we'll be right back with more right here on the Beautiful Butterfly Show. The Beautiful Butterfly Show would like to thank you for tuning in. Please be sure to follow us on Instagram. That's at Instagram.com forward slash the beautiful butterfly show also on facebook.com forward slash the beautiful butterfly show and last but certainly not least you can also catch up with us on twitter that's at twitter.com forward slash the beautiful butterfly show and thank you once again for tuning in on behalf of the vibration radio network coaching, motivating, or writing, I listen to Bianca Fly on the Beautiful Butterfly Show. Bianca Fly takes me high on the Beautiful Butterfly Show. Author, poet, publisher. When I'm not on the road signing books, I make sure I tune in to the Beautiful Butterfly Show, hosted by the one and only Beautiful Butterfly. Take care. Keep doing your thing, sis. We love you. Welcome back, everyone, to the Beautiful Butterfly Show. I'm your host, Bianca Fly, and we are joined this evening, you guys, by um, Monitor own here uh, from Kappa Theta Epsilon Sorority Incorporated, you guys, and uh, we have been talking about their mission, um, not only in the communities, but with the youth um, and what they stand for, and uh, getting out here and informing people, but also creating a sisterhood, um, a fantastic sisterhood of women that can come together uh, to inspire and help each other grow, so I am definitely loving our dialogue tonight, and of course, uh, on the tour, I asked you before the break um, about our current uh, 
<laughs> election that is coming up. Yes, you did. Uh, what, are your, <laughs> what are your thoughts? What are your thoughts on this upcoming election? What do the people, what do we, the people, need to get out here and do uh, to make sure that we end up in the right hands <laughs> when this election is over and done with? Wow. Um, it's so funny you bring this up. I actually study political science <laughs> and finance uh-huh. in college. Um, <laughs> and this has been, this has definitely been one for the record books, I will say that. Yeah. Um, and we yeah. are not even in the home stretch yet. Right, um, right. I will say, before I get started, that Capitate of Salon Sorority <laughs> Incorporated is a nonprofit organization, and we do not endorse or suggest any particular candidate, okay? Uh, Any uh, opinion given is my own and does not represent the organization as a whole. Uh, Great disclaimer. (laughs) I try. I like to get the legalese right. (laughs) Oh, yeah, got you. Um, I definitely understand. (laughs) Yeah, so... Um, I will say on behalf of Capitata Epsilon that we do encourage that every American citizen that is of age get out and vote in this election. No matter who you're going to be voting for, please exercise your right as a citizen of this country to have your voice be heard. Um, On a personal note, Um, I would definitely encourage everyone to pay attention to the issues in this election. There is a lot going on politically for us right now, a lot Mm -hmm. related to foreign policy that we need to be paying attention to, a lot uh, related to monetary policy in this country and civil liberties that is extremely important in this election. And we shouldn't just be looking at presidential candidates or the presidential tickets, we also need to be paying attention to um, congressional elections and things happening in our own district that are mm, people who are coming up for re-election. Please, absolutely. please pay attention. It's not just about who you think would look best on Air Force One. <laughs> We've got to really pay attention to the issues because this is a pivotal election for us, coming out of eight years of uh, President Obama and his policy, whether you are for them or against them, uh, there is a lot of sweeping change that will be taking place, not just hinging on the future president of the United States, but also on who controls Congress for the next four years. Uh, So please pay attention to that. Know who your representative and your senator is, um, and then start looking at your state and local elections as well. All of that is extremely important. All that stuff going on with the bathroom right now, you have the power to remove those people in North Carolina. Absolutely. Exercise your power. Mm -hmm. That's all I have to say about that. Look, I know that I know that's definitely one that could go on for another another uh, hour of show. I, I definitely know. <laughs> oh my goodness, uh, I have definitely enjoyed having you all here this evening. I want to ask you, uh, wrapping up at the end of the day, what is the the ultimate goal of um, 
salon. Uh, what would you guys like to uh, do um, or plan on doing in the future? What are your upcoming future projects and, and all that good stuff? Um, well, uh, the ultimate goal of the sorority. Um, the, the, the fundamental vision of Kappa Theta Epsilon Sorority Incorporated is really simple, Bianca. Um, it's to help women who identify as lesbian to live their lives across the board, whether that has to do with your family, your business, um, your day-to-day life and your impact in the community, um, whatever we can do to inspire and encourage women like us to be the greatest versions of themselves possible, that's what we're here for, is to stand in the gap and encourage and inspire those women to go out and be the most amazing example of a successful woman that you can possibly be. Forget being lesbian. Lesbian is a, is a portion of who you are. It's not all of who you are. You know, it's a portion of who you are and it's important. But let's get away from labeling and limiting ourselves based on labels. Um, so we want to really bring women together, have them have true friendships and connect and support each other, celebrate right. each other's successes and encourage each other to learn from our mistakes. Um, Absolutely. That's what and that's so important. It's so important for oh, that God, nowadays, you know, because we have so, there's so much competition. You know, we're trying to, as women, we're trying to, so busy trying to outdo the other and not realizing, like, what powerful force we can be if we come together and work together. I mean, people have no idea, you know, what women, I, you know, I think as women, we're very underestimated and we uh, have no have idea what kind of power, you know, we hold within mm-hmm. ourselves. And so if we came and and really unified uh, with each other and created that sisterhood where we support each other, um, man, we could do some amazing things um, in this world. So I I definitely um, agree with that. Absolutely. And that's the thing. I think, you know, the more that we recognize and embrace our power as women and encourage each other to do the same, Mm -hmm. the better off we'll Mm -hmm. all be. Um, As far as projects, (laughs) we always have something going on, Um, but, you know, we really focus on leadership development, our economic empowerment, educational advancement, um, social impact and policy awareness, um, and really holistic health and wellness. Those are our fundamentals uh, when it comes to community service-related projects, Um, and one of our projects that's a passion project for mine that we'll be launching later on this year is called the For Beauty Project. And it's a corrective rape awareness campaign. Um, and it really it really became a concern of ours based on uh, the case of Yudi Similani, who was a, really a world-famous uh, football player, what we call soccer mm-hmm. here, uh, football right. and rugby player in South Africa. And she was uh, assaulted and raped by four men in South Mm -hmm. Africa and murdered. Um, And her case was the first in that country Mm -hmm. to ever go to trial and have an outcome where any of the assailants actually 
served time. They were actually sentenced, found guilty and sentenced um, wow. in relation to their action uh, in rape in the rape and murder of Eudicim Alani. Now, uh, on average, there are seven to ten women raped, some of them murdered, in South mm-hmm. Africa on a weekly basis, weekly wow. basis, related wow. to corrective rape. And if there's anybody out there mm-hmm. who doesn't know what that is, corrective mm-hmm. rape is an attempt to change a person's sexual orientation or gender identity by forcibly sexually assaulting them. And that doesn't just happen in South Africa. It happens in Alabama and Mm. New York and California. It's just a more widely known issue in South Africa. So our goal is to inform our community. Later on this year, we'll be launching a website for the 4UE project, and we encourage everyone to stop by, uh, learn a little bit about the statistics around corrective rape and the outcomes for the women who experience it. Um, So that's a big project of ours. Um, And if anybody wants to know any more about that or anything else that we're doing, you can always visit us at capitatapsilon.com. Absolutely. Absolutely. And um, for the folks out there, I know you are um, you have your website, um, but you're also um, on social media as well. Twitter and Instagram, is that correct? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're, we're everywhere. <laughs> they are Googleable. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> they are Googleable, you guys. Well, man, it definitely has been an awesome opportunity. Um, I have learned so much tonight, uh, which I, I love the opportunity to be able to learn um, and, and get informed about uh, various things. And so I am definitely um, thrilled uh, to have you on here tonight and come on here and inform us about this awesome sorority, Kappa Theta Epsilon Sorority Incorporated, um, you guys. And, of course, with this sorority, now this is not one that I can just – inbox you and say, hey, <laughs> I want to be a part of this sorority, right? It's by invitation only. Is that correct? Yes. Yes. Um, okay. That's absolutely right, Bianca. It is an invitation only organization. Um, if you would like to be considered, we do something uh, a few times a year called invitational where uh, okay. we consider women for membership. Um, and if you'd like to be considered, then you can visit our website. There's a um, a membership tab there, and there's a link that says become a member, and it tells you about um, how to introduce yourself to the organization. Okay. It's very, very simple, and someone will reach out on our behalf to speak directly okay. with you. Awesome, awesome. And I, I definitely like that because you definitely want to make sure that everybody is on the same page and cohesive with one another um, in their mindset and so forth. So um, I definitely um, like that as well. So you guys, I will definitely be putting a website on the Beautiful Butterfly Show page on Facebook, you guys, so you guys um, can go there and um, check out, check out um, more information about um, these lovely ladies as well. And so it's definitely been a pleasure having you on the show show um, here tonight. I've definitely thoroughly enjoyed it. <laughs> oh, it's been my absolute pleasure to to be here with you. Thank you so much for having me, Bianca, and for sharing a little bit about our organization. And 
I, I think it's been a delightful conversation as well. So I appreciate Absolutely. you. Absolutely, and um, I'm not that I'm not that far away from Atlanta, and I do come through there time from time to time. So um, if you guys are having stuff, I'm definitely going to have to come and, and try to participate and and uh, meet you guys. So uh, I would definitely love to to be able to do that. Um, sometime in the near future. <laughs> oh yeah, you know I'll keep you posted. I will definitely keep you abreast of what's happening. <laughs> so, <laughs> absolutely. And um, of course, do you have any um, final words or thoughts you want to share with the listeners out there? Um, any final words? Uh, other than whomever you are, wherever you are, just know that you are perfect and whole, exactly as you are whether you're gay, straight, transgender, no label, whatever it is that you are, you are exactly who you're meant to be and you're exactly where you are meant to be. As the person you are right here, right now, you are perfect and your contribution to this world could not be made by anyone else. Um, We love and accept you. You are always supported and be at peace. Everything is right with the world for you right now. Absolutely. Absolutely. Love, love, love that. (laughs) (laughs) I absolutely love that, you guys. So uh, once again, I want to thank you so much for coming on here, and I hope you'll come back and visit with me on here again real soon. And um, I hope you have a a great uh, rest of your weekend weekend. Thank you. Same to you. Same to you. Um, I will definitely be reaching out to you directly here in a little bit. All right. um, but I want to li- uh, wish your wish, li- wish your listeners uh, the same. A wonderful, wonderful evening and a great weekend. Take care, guys. Absolutely. All right. Thank you. Bye bye. Thanks. Bye. All right, you guys, that was Agnes Corey um, of Kappa Theta Epsilon Sorority Incorporated, you guys. Um, and I want to thank her for coming on here and informing us and educating us on this awesome sorority, you guys. And once again, I will be putting the information out there uh, for you guys um up yourself as well, and so we want to just thank you guys coming on here and tuning in with us. Let's see, we have callers on the line listening, and uh, to those of you listening on via our app, our YRN 1328 app, um, available by the way on iPhone and Android. And uh, for those of you who are listening via your computer or tablet, we definitely appreciate you as well. And so, I am excited, you guys, uh, where the show is headed and the network itself. And I want to invite you guys back on. Tuesday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, uh, we're going to have another phenomenal guest on here, you guys. We're going to have Ebony Truth um, come on here, and she's going to be talking about her books, um, A Brand New Life and so forth, and Women Empowerment. You guys know how much I love that. So Ebony Truth is going to be joining us uh, next Tuesday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on the Beautiful Butterfly Show. So with that said, you guys, we're going to get ready to get out of here, and you guys have a fantastic uh, rest of your weekend. Lately, I've been thinking about how you
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.